Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Africa Connected with Standard Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. We're sending Pan-African broadcaster Lee Kasumba to unpack doing business across the continent. This month, she is in Cote d'Ivoire. You can follow her journey on africaconnected.co.za and social media. Of course, you can use the hashtag Africa Connected. And uh, right now, she joins us uh, on the line uh, from Cote d'Ivoire. Let's hear what she's been up to. Good morning to you, Lee. Good morning, Bongani. How are you doing this morning? I'm very well. I'm very well. Of course, one of the big challenges uh, in that part of the world is around electricity, consistent power. Uh, Where does Cote d'Ivoire sit, uh, for example, in comparison to places like Nigeria? So Cote d'Ivoire actually sits in a pretty um, good position. Um, For example, in Nigeria, you know, everybody has a generator and like if the fuel price goes up, it affects your power supply. And if you're a small business, you know, um, it does affect, you know, it does affect your running costs on a day to day. In Cote d'Ivoire, I was surprised because the wattage um, in each of the rooms and, and, and all around the city is a lot higher than what it is in South Africa. And even when I had a conversation with the South African ambassador yesterday and I did ask him, you know, ask him and I do what they are like with the power situation. He said here, in general, you've got 24-hour power supply. There isn't really a need for people to have generators. So it's pretty similar to what it is that you see in South Africa. Um, of course, with certain areas, as we do have in South Africa, unfortunately, where they don't, you know, they don't actually have the same sort of privileges. But in general, it's easy to do business here because one of the, issue, one of the things that they don't have to deal with is the consistent power supply, which we do see in neighboring countries. I mean, banking is obviously pertinent in terms of uh, your whole trip there, uh, seeing as uh, you're with uh, Standard Bank and all of this. Talk to me about how small businesses navigate uh, a no-credit society. Yes. So yesterday I got to interview two amazing women. One of them is a, owns a restaurant. She actually owns a string of restaurants and the other owns a cafe um, shop, a coffee shop, sorry. And I literally asked them, you know, how they go about being able to, if, if they need bank loans, you know, to start a small business. And even in South Africa, it is hard to get a bank loan to start a small business. But in this part of the world, it's pretty much unheard of. The way that they do it is that they literally have to raise the starting capital um, in order to be able to start their own business. But the ladies were more than happy because they said at least they know that they're working from a position you know where they know that their business is their own so they don't have to worry about those um, extra costs with regards to paying banks back and also you know it depends on which sector you're going into because a lot of restaurants for example um, don't tend to do really well um, in Cote d'Ivoire so in the restauranteur business it is a situation where the, you know the banks kind of look at you and they're like we, you know we really can't support you where this is concerned um, so but in other sectors if it's like I and that sort of thing, there is a lot more of bank support. But the ladies in general spoke about how their, how them and some of their um, associates and friends, you know, generally they just work from a position of raising their own capital, um, working really hard at it, and then from there they pretty much fund their own businesses. And they also like to do, there was a quote, there was a term that they used, which is, we like to do business within our means, which I thought was quite interesting. And then, of course, uh, young Ivorians uh, starting lots of businesses. 
Yes, so um, it's a lot of um, Ivorians, they seem to have, it's, you know, post the Civil War, during the Civil War, a lot of people had left um, Cote d'Ivoire, but a lot of them seem to be coming back to start their own businesses because they really felt that this was the place where um, there, were, there was a lot of potential. And again, you know, I would, I would advise everybody to come to Cote d'Ivoire. You really have to experience it, where there was a lot of potential, where, the, you know, everybody was hungry and open for new business ideas, and people generally support local businesses, you know. Um, so they, they really spoke about how coming back to Cote d'Ivoire, they were never going to feel at home anywhere else. Specifically, Fabian, who I spoke to, who owns a coffee store, she said that, and she's pretty young, she should be in her, about her 20, she's about 24 or thereabouts, and she owns one of the only coffee stores in, um, in Abidjan, which is quite crazy because it is a coffee bean growing nation. So she basically said that for her, it was always a thing about being able to come back to Cote d'Ivoire once the country was stable enough. And I think that that sort of attitude that you see from the small business sector, from the average person in Cote d'Ivoire to the big business, you know, and to government is the reason why this country is growing at such a rapid rate, especially because, you know, they, they post-war, um, everything only came to an end really in 2012. And when you're here, it's, it's, if I compare it to Sierra Leone that I was I was visiting about last year, and Sierra Leone's day war ended, uh, you know, the civil war ended much earlier than what it did in Cote d'Ivoire. In Cote d'Ivoire, people seem to have this mentality of we are in a position to have one of the best nations in Africa, and that's the only reason why I can really explain why things are going so well here, because people are determined to make this uh, an, an ideal country. All right, so we'll leave it there with Lee Kasumba. For more on her travels, you can go to africaconnected.co.za. Now, Standard Bank is calling uh, Africa home and uh, is determined to drive her growth, combining a strong African presence with global capabilities. Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.